Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we have another great episode with your baseball-related questions. We talk about a proper warm-up for pitchers. We talk about using an empty can test to diagnose pitchers. And we talk about the batter shoulder. Some great question on the batter shoulder as well. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, better. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ask Mike Reinald Show. We are here at Champion PT and Performance up in Boston. I'm here with Lenny Macrina, Dave Tilly, the PTs here at Champion, um, answering some great questions for you on this episode, another great baseball-related episode. We get a ton of baseball See questions. Dave. So Dave is <laughs> going to go to the restroom. <laughs> no. Um, you know, a lot of the principles for for all these sports are, are applicable to everybody. I three baseball so. players this week. Yeah, they're all, you know, it's, it's all the same. So we get a ton of baseball questions. So every now and then we want to make an episode like this that's just you know baseball specific to the crowd that just wants that because uh, we get so many of them but we're good. I know it's Lenny has his ASMI oh. coffee tumbler. Thank you, Doctor Fleissig. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> ASMI American Sports With my Medicine. Cold brew, cold brew. <laughs> uh, lots of advertisements here. Thank you, Starbucks. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, we got some we got some great uh, uh, baseball questions today. So without the student, I will take this round, I guess, of, uh, of questions. But let's see. First question from Rocky from New Jersey, not Philadelphia. Rocky from New Jersey, close enough. I've been doing a little research on what a proper warm-up routine is for a pitcher. I see a lot of things out there for warm-up. Bands, heavy balls, body blades, foam rollers, massage sticks. Oftentimes I see major league relievers just do nothing and stand up and just start throwing. No stretching, nothing. Can you speak about what you think a proper pitching warm-up consists of? Uh, wow, you, you hit it on the head right there. Major league reliever. Here's what happens with the bullpen. Something happens in the middle of the game. Not every time you get to just warm up people based on matchups in the middle of a big league game, right? You can't you can't script everything with the relievers. So sometimes something implodes. You get you know three pitches in a row. You go double, double, double. I don't know something like that. And they're on the horn calling down to the bullpen to get somebody hot as fast as they can. Um, in that concept, you literally the phone rings and it's like you're up, Mike. Get up in the pen and you literally got to get up out of your seat and start throwing because you may have to go and pitch in thirty seconds, sixty seconds. You know, it's usually not that fast but um you know that's real so i think that tells you a lot the big leaguers they get ready all day right they prepare all day that's their job so they're playing catch in the afternoon it's not like their arms like not you know ready like a kid that was in school all day maybe hasn't had practice for a couple of days i think that's a big difference between them but i think the simplicity of what big leaguers do is actually important we see a lot of kids nowadays that think they need a 30 to 45 minute routine just to freaking play catch (laughs) and it's crazy because 
you then you go to the minor leagues. You go, you know, you go in college or something like that, and you have a long bus ride. The bus breaks down. You get in at eleven in the morning, and you got to get hot for a one o'clock game. I mean, life's not is going to be perfect that you can do a forty-five minute warm up. So, wow, I'm taking a long approach to this answer. I apologize, <laughs> but um, so as you can see, I, I don't think there's a lot. I think one of, one of the most fundamental principles that we subscribe to here with baseball players and all athletes is we want you to be you every time you pick up a ball, every time you play your sport. So we want to make sure that you have the mobility that you need there. So if you need soft tissue work, if you need foam rolling, lacrosse ball, massage stick or whatever to get your mobility back to what's normal because maybe you're a little tight because you haven't been throwing or whatever, then we recommend you do that before you pick up a ball. Um, we do some light kind of like rotator cuff activation stuff, just some tubing based stuff. You certainly don't want to get fatigued. You certainly don't want to work on strengthening prior to the game. It's just kind of getting loose. But um, I actually talk about this. I have a couple articles on my website on how to prepare yourself to throw. So um, look at look those up on my website. I don't know the URL off the top of my head, but but look at those how to, how to physically prepare yourself to throw. And we talk about these things, but I I think it has to be a little bit more simplistic. So I'm sorry, I I steamrolled that one. I apologize. Anything, anything else? <laughs> well said. I think educating your kid to what he said. Because they complicate it too much. Yeah, like the, you, you don't want to st- create a dependence that they need to do all these crazy things. Right. And most of these people, like using these like devices that you mentioned in your question, you know, they have a, a monetary gain from selling you these devices, right? So you know, you, you just got to be careful. Um, you're right. Most people you don't do as much as you think they do in, in the big leagues. I guess would be a way to do it. So that's why they're there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. Awesome. Let's see. Jose from San Francisco. Hello. I'm a pitcher who was recently told by my athletic trainer in an assessment that I may have shoulder impingement. Okay. Uh, he said to, to do an, he did an empty can test on me. And when he was pushing me up, I had to resist and I had a little pain and weakness in that position. No other positions he tested um, were, were painful or weak. They were all strong. Is there a reason why this happened? Is there anything I can do about it? Well, hate to do an evaluation. You can't. We, we haven't evaluated you first off, so we the, based sure. off of that one little thing, we're certainly not diagnosing you, and we highly recommend that you go wow. to a attorney, a trainer, <laughs> or, or a PT or an MD for further assessment. He did go to his trainer. Oh, I guess his yes, athletic trainer. Uh, but I would, um, you know, you had pain. I, what what else is going on with you? Did you throw a lot? Did you do a weighted ball program? Is the end of the season? Um, you know that test. Yeah, can be specific for a rotator cup, but there's also tests for labral tears. It could just be, um, you know, that that moment you you felt a little pain. Did he test you in other ways? You sound like you were fine. So I wouldn't get too worked up with that one test. Um, what are you doing in your program to help get stronger, I think, and help to maintain right. your mobility is the big thing, yeah. you know? I'll simplify this. <clears throat> Throwing a baseball hurts. It's not good for you, right? So you're throwing, it's irritable in there. The empty can test is a very, it's what we call a provocative test. Think about what that means. We're provoking you, right? So if empty can was painful, I'd say the vast majority of pitchers in season, even just when they're throwing, that would be irritable to it. To be honest with you, you could probably do it on all three of us right now, yeah. and it would be irritable That's to us That's the test well. I do at the very end of my assessment because I know it probably will hurt somebody, and I don't want to provoke them early in the assessment process and, waters. Yep. and throw them off mentally and or physically. Yeah. So. And, and if everything else is fine, I think you, you sound absolutely normal yeah. now obviously uh, let's not apply this to you but let's say somebody with empty can 
can and nothing else, I think that's actually fairly normal. Yep. But that being said, it's showing you have some irritation of your cuff. It's just all, so you're either overworked, you're not strong enough, that type of thing. So, you know, what could a person like that do? Get stronger, right? Get, control the inflammation, get stronger. But I certainly wouldn't be worried about that. Yep. Um, I, I think that's, I don't even, I mean, I guess I'll, I do empty can every now and then, but empty can is pretty aggressive, right? That's like I'm looking to find something wrong with you. And consult with a healthcare practitioner to further assess you. <laughs> Go to legalzoom.com. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. Last question from Tiffany from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Can you talk about batter shoulder? I love it. We don't talk about that enough. Batter shoulder. The different treatment options and the likelihood of recurrence without surgical intervention. You know, Starland? Yeah, I mean, so we see, we don't see it as much with, with the pitchers, or the same amount, but it can happen where a big swing, big follow through, and you may sublux and or dislocate uh, the front shoulder. I guess um, we've, you know, I've seen people post op, professional athletes who've had it. Um, I think it's, you know, taking that big swing and that big follow through is, you know, that's something you work on mechanically. Is that something that they need to do? Having such a big swing like that and a big follow through can provoke the shoulder, and over time the shoulder is going to potentially break down. So I think uh, biomechanically looking at this swing and maybe trying to fix that aspect of the swing could help prevent future injuries as a simplistic yeah. approach. I don't know if you have anything else to add. I, I'm trying to think, like, is there an official classification system for batter shoulders? I mean, if you really think about it, I don't, I don't know if these are all considered batter shoulders, but with lead shoulder, a lot of times, especially with aggressive swings and check swings, you can get posterior instability. That's actually pretty common from coming across body and contracting maximally and then trying to stop on a right. check swing. You can have posterior instability. So that, that's that's one thing, right? And then as Lenny said, just on kind of like follow through of, of your swing, especially if you don't have two hands on the bat you take one off you know you can get some anterior you know laxity subluxations right. dislocations that's very common you do that so you can have a label tear what tends to happen though too is maybe you're whatever you slide head first back into a bag something like that and you kind of sublux your shoulder and then now it's irritable while you're swinging you know that's a whole nother thing uh, with the rear shoulder you can have posterior um posterior laxity as well from just coming across your body so aggressively so i don't know if bad is batter shoulder one of those because those are really three different things for me it's anterior posterior and posterior on on the on the rear arm um you, you know it's just i i think it's a little different but you know if, if you have batter shoulders you're probably subluxing so i would say the majority of people that sublux over time i'd say you know it's you know you got to say like are they strong do they have good dynamic stability if they don't then you know or they've, they've tried the rehab as much as they can that's still happening then yeah i mean they might need surgery that because they probably have a capsular tear mm -hmm. it's probably not just laxity it's probably something wrong with the capsule yeah Labeled, you know so again you get so as you as the clinician we got to differentiate you know what is it? is it posterior anterior instability is it front the back you know little things i mean you know can they you know can they swing with two hands on the back for a little bit does that change their swing you know like we've got to be careful with stuff like that you know, so, um, yeah, I mean, great question on batter shoulder. I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I don't know if, if we can say definitively what the prognosis is, um, but, you know, get them as strong and dynamically stable as possible to try to prevent that. Um, but you never know. I mean, if this was a, you know, a, a headfirst dive in the outfield and they hurt their shoulder and now it's subluxing swinging, eh, you know, and you, get, you get a little, it's a little less optimistic, I guess I'd mm -hmm. say. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, all, good stuff, guys. Thanks so much. Another great baseball episode. We love the questions. Keep asking them. Good about that. So, Dave nailed it. Great episode from Dave. Fantastic episode coming soon. So, <laughs> on the Ask Dave Tilly Show. Um, go to MikeRinald.com and ask away. Keep going for some great questions. Uh, you know, subscribe to this. Uh, you know, just just 
keep tuning in. That's that's all we ask. So uh, we're going to keep doing this as long as we get some great questions from you guys. So uh, we will see you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeReynolds.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReynolds.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.